Good afternoon, and welcome to Night Talk. I'm Joe Murphy, and I'm joined for this afternoon show by my usual cast of thousands. I have uh, Mr. Mike Yakubik, Mr. Russ Fry, and Mr. Joe Nevisinski with me this afternoon. Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon, Good afternoon. Joe. All right, let's uh, begin as we always do with our prayer. We'll do the prayer to St. Michael. In the name of the and Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Saint, Saint Michael, Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Amen. In the name, name of the, the Father, Father, Son, of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. I know you want to talk, so let's do put that right up at the top. The golf tournament's coming up. Golf tournament is coming up, and it's really important because of the fact that it's kind of late, and we need to uh, to get moving on it. So, I, I one of the things I want to bring up is is we've run this golf tournament before here, and Steve Franchak and the group did a great job. And this year, our um, state advocate uh, Jerome Wood is our um, chairman. So he's running it. He's done a great job so far. Unfortunately, one of the things that we have to worry about is that in the past, we actually end up getting more players, Joe, Joe, mm-hmm. and Russ, <laughs> from other areas of the state than we do from our own folks right here. And we have a lot of councils. I think we're up to a little over 70 councils right now in the Diocese of Harrisburg. So I think it's it's really incumbent upon us to try to get players out there. So if... Uh, you are a golfer. This is individual golf. It's not a scramble. Your score is going to count. They do use the Peoria system, I believe, for the handicaps. So it makes everybody pretty much equal. They throw out holes, give you holes. It, it, it works out really nice. But the big thing is, is if we're hosting this out of the Diocese of Harrisburg, you would hope the majority of players are coming from the Diocese of Harrisburg and not the brother knights who are going to drive down from uh, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And and that's really what happened the past couple of years. We've actually had more guys come from Pittsburgh than this area. So think about it. It's on the state website. You can go to it. Just look under uh, uh, programs and then go to PA specific programs in the golf tournaments there. For general knowledge, this is the 42nd golf tournament. It's going to be out August 20th, and it'll be held at Eagles Crossing uh, in Carlisle. And if you go to the website, it'll tell you, you know, uh, all the particulars. It's, it's, we have no choice. The golf bylaws for the state say that the price is $75. So that's what every golfer pays is $75. Bucks. That's a constant. Um, sponsorships are there for, a do- for $100. Our council, uh, council, St. Joseph's Council 12788, we just had our meeting Tuesday. So we did vote a, uh, to, to sponsor a whole. And all the money this year that we raise, after expenses naturally, you know, are going to Special Olympics in our area. I think we're Area M or something like that for the state. And all the money will go to that. So it's a good cause. If you want to help out uh, Special Olympics uh, locally, this is one way to do it. We'd love to see every brother night that golfs uh, show up and golf. 
Uh, you yeah. can contact, like I said, the easiest thing is just go to the website and do that. But you can contact just about any yeah, of us. Uh, yeah, PA website out. is what? PAKFC.US, I believe. I don't know. I, I wish I could tell you. I, they've I, they I changed it from what it used to be because I know when I log in now, I actually go to, uh, to be honest with I go to Knights in Action because I know my website, knightsinaction.org, doesn't change. I go to links. And then I just click on uh, click on the, the link and go Pennsylvania down to the State Council. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you have to be a good golfer, Mike? I mean, when I was a duffer, I never broke a hundred. Do, do you really have to be? Good? No, you really don't. Because I'll tell you the truth. Uh, that's the nice thing about the Peoria system. It, it kind of makes everybody equal because you'll end up counting more and more holes for the good golfers and less and less holes. For us, for the bad ones, yeah. Right? So, so what'll talk? What'll happen is, you know, if you turn around and you're one of those guys that uh, shoot a nine on a hole, it's not going to be a nine. It's going to be a four. If you happen to be one of the guys that are shooting for relatively well and it's a five, it's going to stay the five. So it, it kind of makes everybody equal. Um, I think the one thing that that I get out of the state tournament is you get to see brother nights from all over the state. You have a good time. There's going to be a, a meal afterwards. There's a uh, social the night before, mm -hmm. which is Friday night. All the guys get together, spend a little money on gambling, uh, raise money for Special Olympics, and just, just have a good time, a little bit of camaraderie, the fraternal side yes. of, uh, of our group. So I think it's worth it. All right, you're I, think, I, think, I think Joe's going to say something here. Can you see that? I, have that I saw that, I saw that look in his face. He was running in. You people missed something. This should be on TV. Well, it's the kfcpennsylvania.org. Is that what it is? That's the official website for the Pennsylvania Council. So it's kfcpennsylvania.org. Yeah. All right. So you got to remember how to spell Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll get that from you after the show's over because I need to update my uh, passwords and stuff in there. All righty. Yeah, but uh, it's a good time. We'd love to see you come out there, have some fun, meet some uh, brother knights from other areas. Um, we have a lot of guys involved locally. Steve Franchak, again, is helping out. Um, Dave Sims, who's our uh, membership, her diocesan membership chairman. Uh, they've, they've changed things around, which is, I think is good. These, the state is looking at um, keeping things within the diocese, so that makes it a little bit better. We're going to have Dave come on. Uh, he's going to be giving us some information about uh, what he envisions in the Diocese of Harrisburg and, and how to bring up uh, our individual members. Um, you know, all councils need members because without members, you don't have programs. Without programs, we don't help our faith and not, nor our community. So there, there it is. That's the reality of it. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And and we wait till the last minute. It'd be nice if we actually had our membership goal achieved before Christmas. That would yeah. really be something. That's, that's been going on, Michael, since you and I joined the Knights, as a matter of fact. That's, you know, it's always to the last minute that all of a sudden the numbers go up and you wind up getting a star council or, or whatever the case may be. But you can, you can tell, I mean, if you, if you happen to be the state deputy or the state membership uh, director, you'd like to see all those numbers come in a lot earlier, you know? And I know even Grand Knights. I know Russ was a Grand Knight. You were a district deputy, and I, I don't... Were you a Grand Knight? I was a Grand Knight, too. So, you know, you kind of look at that and say, gee whiz, I, I'd like to see us have our membership quota early rather than late. But uh, it, it is what it is, and somehow we managed to do it, and the, and the guys step up, and we're getting stuff done, which is a good thing. 
Oh. Yep, we get it done. Speaking of getting good things done and everything, uh, last week we started out uh, sending kudos out to the councils that have donated last year. And this week we're going to send out the uh, <coughs> kudos to Seven Sorrows, the Council 3501. They did a great job last year, helped us out. So thank you for, for St. Sorrow. Yeah. I can't talk today. <laughs> uh, my tongue's wrapping around my eye teeth. No, uh -oh. seven, seven sorrows at 3501. Thank you very much for your contributions last year. Yeah, and also they, they, have, good, um, they have a good festival down there. Yes, they do. And uh, I, you guys were down there. I got to see you. Um, and the food was good. So I think that's something to be, uh, I think that's, it just seems strange that every time you see a council that's doing good works, they're doing good works all over. You know, they're donating to Holy Family Radio. They're giving to Special Olympics. They're uh, getting their membership mm -hmm. quotas. Yep. They're doing all kind of good things. They're helping their parish out with their festivals and the food trucks and all that kind of stuff. It's just good all the way around. There you go. We have, uh, how many more road trips do we have for, for festivals, Joseph? Do you, do you remember off the top of your head? He always puts me on the spot. Well, we're going to... Uh, Holy Spirit in Palmyra, right? That's the first one. The next one coming up, that's the first weekend in August. I think it's the 5th and 6th. Is that mm -hmm. the That sounds about right, yeah. Right. Uh, we're going to see uh, Judy Desigatis there. She is the host of In the News with Father Weary. You can hear that on uh, Holy Family Radio. She's going to be there, so if you want to meet Judy, uh, she's going to be there. I think at some point Russ Fry will be there, our director of what is your official title, the Community Relations Coordinator? Is yep, that right? you got it. He's going to be there at some point. I'm going to be there at some point. So um, I also think um, we're going to have at some point um, some other uh, voices from Holy Family Radio there. So that'll be a good time. They always have good food there, lots of fun. They have good ice cream there. And they, I think they have milkshakes there. They're really good. And I remember these things by the food. So, But I know <laughs> if you go on Saturday, they have a 4 o'clock, I think it's a 4 o'clock mass on Saturday before the event begins. Uh, and so that's that was, last year I remember being there it was a lot of fun uh, going to mass outside so we're doing that on uh, the first weekend in August and then on the 27th of August we're going to St. Anne Byzantine Church we've never been to that festival and that's the one that has a lot of good food so I look at uh, Mike you're gonna have to check that one out I know Mike you like food so you got that right <laughs> and uh, and I do have to appear at one or two of these I will try my best I really will I always do show up but I show up to eat not <laughs> to work right. I mean there, there's a fine line That's I mean right. I can't be giving up food mm. just to turn around and work we gotta, we gotta draw that I mean I do walk around I do wear the billboard <laughs> you know listen to WH WHYS AM 720, I walk around while I'm eating, I tell people, you know, I ought to listen to that great radio station. Yeah, I think that's those are going to wrap it up for us for this year. We've done more this year than we did last year, so uh, it's always good going out and meeting people. Sometimes we see people who are listeners, and we, we greet them, and we give them stickers and stuff. Sometimes there are people who have never even heard of Holy Family Radio, and it's great to interact with them. So we have a lot of fun doing those. Uh, we're looking forward to those last two, like I said, Holy Spirit in Palmyra and St. Anne Byzantine in Harrisburg on the 27th of August. That'll be a good way to wrap it up. Yeah. It'll be a good way to wrap it up because both of those are, we were, I, I have been to St. Anne Byzantine, not in the official mm -hmm. capacity, but in the festival of the, in the past. Well, I, I've heard such good things about the food there and me being Polish, I, I'm planning on being there as much as I can just to make sure that I'm eating. Well, so. before we go to a break, let me put it to you this way. If you leave there hungry, shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> 
with, with that, let's go to our hard break. We'll be back right after these messages. Welcome back to Night Talk. I'm Joe Murphy, and I'm joined by uh, my compadres, Mr. Mike Yakubi, Mr. Russ Fry, and Mr. Joe Nevisinski for this afternoon's show. You wanted to uh, get some prayer requests out, uh, in particular, for uh, our Father Chester Snyder. Yeah, he was. he's actually, we would not, St. Joseph's Council 12788 would not exist without two people, and that was uh, our charter chaplain, uh, Father Snyder, and our uh, charter grand knight, uh, Joe Sisto. And both of them, um, well, Joe's passed away, and Father Snyder is uh, in a rehabilitation center down at York. So we talked about it on this week or this, at our past council meeting on Tuesday. And we're going to try to get together a little collage of all the things that we remember so fondly mm-hmm. about Father. And hopefully he remembers those same things as fond, fond memories. I don't know. A lot of times when you're in a council and, and you're trying to get things done, they may not be fond memories for Father, but they were for us. We, we enjoyed uh, all that he did, and, and uh, this is the time to do it. You know, you don't... Uh, I think we do that too often. Yeah. We, we fail to thank people until they're gone. And then we always kick ourselves in the butt and say, you know, I wish I'd have thanked him or her. Yeah. And, and we don't. And uh, so here at, at the radio station, uh, I know that all of you care about Father Snyder. I know we care about all our priests. So I thought what we could do is, um, for his health and well-being, we'll say uh, a Hail Mary. Let's do that and, really uh, quick. Sure. Go, okay. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Father Chet, wish you well. Yes. And you know what? It says, Father Schneider, with you and the council and him trying to get stuff done, it was Father Schneider being the Father Schneider that we all know and love. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, after he retired, I know he went to so many different parishes to to help out with masses and everything. So I know a lot of the folks, even that uh, didn't have the opportunity to know Father Snyder at St. Joseph's, they knew him, you know, from his uh, trips. Well, it's like uh, our young uh, father, Sam Du Bois, is running around now basically backfilling when uh, the other pastors go on retreat or vacation or whatever. But it has to be an interesting assignment for him. Yeah, he's really like, and I spoke to him uh, a few few days ago and he's really enjoying the assignment good so, good yeah. good we'll keep him in our prayers as well all of our prayers and, and given about eight to ten thousand blessings a week no doubt <laughs> yeah. I love him on Facebook I mean and every time when he puts something he posts something you, you know you're going to get a blessing oh, at, the at, at the end ain't right. no doubt about it no, no doubt no doubt we tease him about it but it's a good thing father well, can we is. have your blessing and he's right there yeah yeah, I wanted to say, talking about prayers, I want to thank everybody for uh, the prayers that I got. As you know, my wife and I both got COVID-19, and we were we were out for a couple of weeks. And uh, 
we're, we're on demand. We're, we're glad to be vertical. And uh, I, I don't recommend getting COVID-19, okay? No. <laughs> but uh, we, Don and I both, uh, we, we both made it through and uh, we're, we're, we're thankful for that. Uh, it's not a it's not a pleasant thing, and it affected Don and I both differently. And we got different medications, and uh, but we both we both made it through. Fortunately, none of our family got sick. We we just came back for vacation. We were in North Carolina, and the day after we came back, I got sick, and then I tested positive. And two days later, Donna uh, tested positive, and. So we were we were out of commission for a couple of weeks, but we're we're glad to be back. So uh, now all of those things you said about me behind my back, I'm gonna just <laughs> uh, I'm gonna put that's water under the bridge, guys. Okay. <laughs> uh, your kids and grandkids yeah. didn't get it. Nobody got it. Just no, just, just you just and Donna. Donna. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that, 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 yeah. that's so, real. So we're that, we're thankful for that. So. But sometimes I think the kids yeah. have you know the the grandkids have better immune systems. I think sometimes than we do. But yeah. uh, that's uh, for me to talk about dirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, dirt, dirt, drinking water out of that's right. <laughs> well, that's the only bad thing about, you know, when we suspend school. Kids need to get sick. They, they need to build up their immunity. And when you keep everybody at home, you get no immunity. And that's a scary thing, too. I mean, get out there, get, uh, get sick. Oh, uh, yeah. When we were kids, uh, if you got chicken pox, they took you over to visit the other kids and cousins and everything so they would spread it. Get it out. Yeah get, yeah. get rid of it so that you don't have to, you know, this way you're out of school for three days and that's it because everybody's got it. Yeah. The other way, you linger. You say, okay, well, now Johnny's got it. You wait. And don't let Johnny go to school. And then eventually he meets Mary. Then Mary gets it. Next thing you know, it's four and a half weeks that people are missing, yeah. missing yes. items. You know, they don't, I don't think they immunize as much as, as when we were kids. I know they don't do smallpox anymore, vaccinations. Yeah. Well, interestingly, my, my uh, granddaughter goes to uh, a preschool in Philadelphia, and there was a point in time, I'm going to tell you, I think a few weeks ago, where every morning her mother had to give her a COVID-19 test, take a photo of the test, and then email mm. it to the school before she was allowed to get into the building. So they were really serious about not yeah, spreading not COVID-19 down there. So. Well, I just heard that um, yesterday, yesterday, day before, the first case of polio, has popped up in the United States, yep. and that was something that we thought, you know, was eradicated, and it probably was. Um, but you know, we we we're letting people cross our borders that aren't tested for anything, and you just don't know. Now, I just read that the World Health Organization said that the monkeypox things is now a uh, a problem, a world problem. So uh, they're identifying that as a problem. But I've read that that's more transmitted via sex. I don't yeah. know if that's if they're yeah. changing the the how they're describing that now, or but I don't know how that's going to be a world problem. I don't know. I, I, it's yeah. it, it boggles the mind. Um, I think what happens is we try to become so woke and so um, I don't even know the words anymore. But it, you you can't be honest. It, you know, if it's only transmitted sexually. And it's only transmitted sexually through uh, basically it's homosexual acts. It's kind of hard not to say that, you know, maybe we ought to just be a little careful if you happen to be gay and uh, you can stop monkeypox from spreading. Because I think the only ones you've seen is that there's some kids that do have it. Uh, I saw that, but it's because their parent, uncle, aunt, somebody is uh, not heterosexual. 
and they end up doing that, passing it along. So something to be careful about. But I'm thinking most of the people that listen to Holy Family Radio, I don't think it's going to be an issue. <laughs> Let us hope that. <laughs> yeah, I hope Let not. Us hope it not. should yeah. not be an issue. So, but, uh, so don't get monkeypox. <laughs> no. So what uh, what do we got going on besides the golf tournament? I left my, my paper laying out the outer office, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, they, well, we've always got things going on. We got the um, the, uh, the Supreme Convention is coming up, you know, at the beginning of August. Yeah, and EWTM will be covering that whole thing, by the way. Oh yeah, that's so, right. They uh, always yes, do, and right. and um, and you get to see it. it it's well worth it. Um, you're going to see our uh, state deputy will be there, Mike Kish. Uh, we'll have a lot of uh, delegates. Uh, I know Brian Smith from the Lancaster area is one of our delegates. He will be at the Supreme Convention. Yeah, and, and you're not going to hear me say this very often, but you may want to actually turn off your radio and actually tune in EWTN television for that coverage because we're not going to be covered here on the radio. Our, our regular programming from EWTN is going to be on. Uh, they're going to have some coverage on it from EWTN, but they're going to cover it more so on the on the television side. So you're going to want to tune in to the television side, EWTN. So... Uh, and I forget how many millions of uh, households now get EWTN. Yeah, it, it is something to say. You can get, you can get EWTN uh, on cable and on satellite, but it's also on Roku, and you don't need to uh, pay anything for it. I know at our house we don't have cable or internet, cable or uh, satellite, so we have Roku, and EWTN has their own free Roku channel. So you can tune in to EWTN and watch it uh, live and on demand. So... Uh, I would encourage everybody to tune in because that is something neat to see visually. Uh, yeah, you really do. And, and, you know, they normally, uh, the state deputies will receive the icon, whatever is going to be the icon of the year. They all receive it there. Mm -hmm. Now, we normally go in and ask for additional icons. I don't want everybody to think that, you know, there's only 57 icons handed out. Uh, it, it, it doesn't work that way. They, uh, they hand one out to the state deputy, but then after that, the... Uh, state deputy can go back and request additional icons. I think right now we have the St. Joseph icon is making its rounds. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to lie, I think that, uh, I know under the Jago administration we got 11, and I'm pretty sure they probably asked for the same amount. And that way you can keep one within each diocese. There you go. And, uh, and the other thing we got coming up uh, next month is the uh, March for Life here in Harrisburg. I believe, if memory served, the 22nd? of uh, September, is that right? Well, that's not next month, the month after. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah it's going to be. It's in September. Yeah, but yeah, it's going to be in out. September. Yeah. yeah, I know that we just talked about it. One of the things that uh, the Knights will be supplying the marshals again, and we'll be looking forward to that. It's a good opportunity to get out and remind our state legislators that, uh, you know, life is important. Yeah, some people are, uh, they have a misconception now that Roe v. Wade was overturned they think well now we're done with that yeah. right? <laughs> but that's not really the case is it no you this is really this is what uh, this is what the problem was with roe v wade i think when it was first uh, put into law is the fact that it encompassed the entire government or the entire united states of america under one umbrella and you really didn't have the will of the people you had the will of of, uh, nine nine individuals that said, "Oh yeah, this is a a privacy act," and I don't think anything would be further from the truth. However, now with it reverting back to the states, we actually have a voice, and and we have a voice right directly to our state legislators. 
Um, and, you know, I know the March for Life was so great going down to Washington, D.C. and doing it, but you're, you're even a large group of people, you're still talking to individuals that don't necessarily care. Right now, it's going to be our home team is going to care, and we're right here. It's kind of hard for your state legislature that, state legislator that might meet you in giant to turn around and ignore you when you come to the steps and uh, and do a march. So I think it's a lot more important. And that's, actually. that's why you see the do, eye to eye thing. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's why we do what we do as nights, and we're putting uh, the money, raising money for the ultrasound and, and, and machines and what have you. That initiative, because you know, it, life begins at conception. Well, last year was the very first Pennsylvania March yes, for Life. Yes. And I remember being there, and it was a life-changing experience. It, it really was. So and for being the first one last year, it was an amazing experience. So I hope we can, we're going to do whatever we can to publicize that and see if we can get a bigger crowd than we had last year. Yeah, and I think one of the things that, that impressed me so much, and I know you did a great job, Joe, here, uh, doing interviews with people. And one of the things that you, that you that you realize is this is not a Knights program. This is not a Catholic program. This is a human program. And we had people from all walks of life, all religions there, just saying that life is precious. And, um, you know, you say it a thousand times, you've never, uh, you never see these people that are against life be not here. They're alive. Yeah, yeah there you go. There you go. With that, guys, I want to thank you for coming and doing the show. For uh, my fellow co-host, I'm Joe Murphy. Thank you for listening. God bless. Stay safe out there.